Hey Raiders family, Berkey here and welcome to my post-match review of the round 13 game against the Tigers. Um, terrific effort. Uh, first time at that stadium, it looked like we have been playing there the whole year to be honest with you. Um, so I'll talk a little bit more about that win in my top 10 uh, further on down the track. Uh, but look, overall a really professional, gritty, composed performance. Um, from a side that you can tell deserves to be in the top four like we do. Uh, but look, let's get into the top ten. First of all, I want to talk about Bailey Simonson or Simonson. I'm not sure which way the pronunciation is. Uh, I saw his uh, debut, the first game against the Titans, live at the Gold Coast. He had a solid game, bad conditions. My thought process that night was that he's going to be a reliable backup uh, for Rapana and Kotrick uh, throughout the year. But now, as fate would seem, with no Leilua, Kotrick going to right centre, Bailey really has a mortgage on that left wing, depending injury and form with Michael Oldfield. But his runs were, were quite penetrating. I said the last few weeks, close to the line, he uses his feet really well. No one can get a really big hit on him. Uh, which for a winger or a fullback or a centre, that's most important that you don't get smashed by forwards. Because he's stepped so close to the line, you can't really get a gauge on which way he's going to go. So you can't really prepare yourself to launch shoulder first to try and iron him out, which is really good. And that what, that's what helps his post-contact metres. The big thing was the tackle. I said during the game, it was really a 12-point turnaround. The six points that he saved, the next set of six tackles, Aiden goes through the middle, kicks to Nick Kotrick, uh, the soccer kick in for a part of the score. So it's a 12-point swing. And that was absolutely mammoth during that period of the game to get us in front 12-0 or 10-0 or 14-0, whatever it was. Um, but his tackle was, was superb. Going in low with a guy like Eason Masters, he's a big body. He had no support at all, Bailey, in trying to make that tackle. And to get him underneath and hold him up before Jared could arrive was just, just, just the pinnacle of defence and desperation, Bailey. So hats off to you, mate. Uh, but this spot now is yours for the taking for the rest of the year. Number two, I've gone for Aiden Caesar. Um, once again, I think Ricky made the right call with Aiden. Sam's been belted around the last couple of weeks, playing week in, week out, a small body like Sam in the NRL. You're going to have some bumps and bruises, and you just, you just lose a little bit of your edge in attack and defence. Having someone like Aiden come in, who's played the last four games at Mounties, so the intensity's not as high as Mounties, no disrespect. But Aiden looked fresher, bigger body. His running game was great. And that's what we've been um, um, uh, thirsty for, if you like, the last couple of years, is for him to run the ball a lot more to the line. He's got a good step. He's big upper body. He can make a half break. But to see him run and carry the intercept, the try for Cotter, sorry, the, uh, the uh, try for Rapana. His kicks were a little bit iffy here and there. Did some good ones, but did some bad ones. A couple of seven set repeats the Tigers had. But all in all, I'm expecting Aiden now to be there for the, at least the next two or three weeks, or at least up to the bye where we got the Sharks, the Eels, then, in, then into the bye, we come back with the Dragons and the Tigers. So uh, I don't see any reason why Aiden would be left out, pending form or injury. Number three is our ruthlessness. I really was impressed once again to hold, to hold a side to nil in the NRL is no mean feat, whether you're coming 16th or 15th and you have the worst attack in the comp. You can usually fluke a try or ask a try with a, a lucky bounce or a lucky kick. We were absolutely ruthless with the Tigers and you could just feel the desperation coming through the TV screen that we wanted to keep them to nil. 
This augurs well mentally at the end of the year when we get in those tough, gritty grinds against the better sides that we know how to grind away and keep a side to a low score. Keeping a side to nil, obviously you can't get any lower than that, but it was a really good effort for our, for our confidence that we can do or make a side be nil week in and week out. Three times now this year that we've been able to get it, so it's really important. Um, number four, as I said, is the zero play. Uh, so this must augur really well for Ricky's confidence and his belief in the defensive structures, the coaches, that everyone's on the same page with that, uh, that, that defence to keep sides to zero. Uh, as I've often said, defence is all about attitude. It's not about ability. It's about turning up, turning up with your mate, making that second and third effort, getting up, getting back, getting up, getting back. And to keep sides to zero is huge. Number five, I've gone for Harvilli. It, we're lucky to have a guy international standard that can step into hooker. What it's done, it's curbed, uh, it's curbed Harvilli's running game, being like first or second off the ruck, hitting the metres. Um, but it's just allowed him to probably conserve energy, not having to do those rucks. He's now, he's now sort of, if he wants to play the full 80, with Starling coming on, gives Ricky that other edge of putting Harvilli back to a back row spot or a lock spot if Starling and him are on at the same time. Um, and that's a real bonus for us. But Harvilli just played the team game beautifully Friday night, didn't overplay his hand, a nice kick out of dummy half in the first half, which turned the wingers around. Just little X-factor things like that are really important for his game, just to bind into that team environment. Number six, I've gone for Papa, um, a mammoth effort from our forward leader, uh, 150, 160 metres, whatever it was, two games after origin. Uh, once again, your mind smashed uh, your body's even worse, and to turn up like that and give that performance. He wanted to be there, as did Jack and Nick. You could tell they were desperate to get back into that team environment. Success makes you feel good. The team welcome you back. Um, and it was a massive effort from Papa. Number seven, I've gone for Origin, because you can probably tell more so with Nick and Jack, just probably the little things they've learnt with Origin, being with the professional players like your Tedesco's, um, you know, your Cooks, uh, those type of guys, just watching them prepare. Um, and you get little things that you can bring back to your club land. And that rubs off on the other players. So it has that, it has that sort of cascade effect down the line of just little tweaks and little things you do in Origin Camp you can bring back with your preparation, your sleep, your recovery. Uh, the way that you uh, prepare for a match is really important. I think Nick and Jack picked up some really good hints out of Origin that are gonna all go very well for us. Number eight, I've gone for Whitehead. Once again, a huge game. The charge down late, he didn't have to do the charge down. We were 22 nil up or whatever it was, 20 nil up. Um, but for him to be there, make the charge down, get the bounce of the ball, run 50 metres, but not panic and look for a miracle ball, take the tackle for the first, Jared scores on the second. Previous years, we may have thrown the miracle ball to lay partner or someone and, and bombed a certain try if we'd just been patient. What, what Elliot did shows patience in relation to the way he was able to control the tempo, take the tackle, Jared scores next. But Whitehead is just so important to our team, the glue that he is between the edges and the middle. Um, these guys are worth their weight in gold. Number nine, I've gone for Joe Tapani. He was solid, but he's building. Um, and I think having the likes of Johnny Bateman and Elliot in the back row with him, He's just going to get more confidence. Ricky obviously bought him off for a breather. I think he came on with 15 to 20 to go in the second half. Did some nice things, played middle. 
a six foot four guy, 100, 105 kilos with footwork, um, is, is absolutely a diamond for us. Once Joe gets a little bit more confidence back, some game legs under his, his wings and his fitness intact, uh, he could certainly be a massive match winner for us, if not in the middle, certainly on the edges. But the way that Johnny Bateman and Elliot are playing on the edges, I think Joe's probably going to be better suited at this stage of the year for us in, the, in that middle third somewhere. Number 10, um, this week I've gone for a big scalp. Now, I do not want to dilute the win over the Tigers in any way, shape or form. Um, we can only play what's in front of us. Looking at the draw though, I think the only side in the top eight we've beaten now is Newcastle, and that was round two in the season, and only just started. We need, I think, a big scalp. Not so much for the outside noises of the media and possibly the supporters and, and all the commentators, but probably just for our own resilience and our own belief. I'm sure we've got belief, but a big scalp, if we can get a big scalp starting with Cronulla this Thursday night, it's really going to sit a lot of people up and take notice. Um, so if we can just nail one of those top four, top five sides over the next couple, which we don't play. Like Cronulla is the only top four, top five side we play over the ensuing next month. So we're not going to have those big scalps we can look at. This is a big one at home. And if we can get this, that momentum again, we've won two straight, we get the Sharks, we're into the Eels and the bye. That's six points that could put us quite easily third or even second based on how results with those origin-affected sides go. So Raiders, that's it for this week. As always, I really appreciate your, I really appreciate your support. My Berkey's Top 10 page on Facebook. Get me on Twitter at Berkey Top 10. YouTube channel's up and running, so when you click on my YouTube link, just hit that subscribe button as well, just to get any videos I put up automatically into your inbox. Um, but guys, that's it. I'll be back. Wednesday, actually, we play Thursday, so I'll have my top 10 review of the Sharks game. If not Wednesday night, definitely Thursday morning before the game. Have a great week, guys. This is Bleed Green, and this is Berkey out.